0: <laughs> welcome to WWE Smashdown.
1: Is this a wrestling show now?
0: I hope not. <laughs> not MMA. No. I can't do that.
1: Elisa, welcome to the wardrobe. I'm Ryland Deemer,
0: And I'm Elisa Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> I questioned whether I should say my last name again or not.
1: <sighs> uh, we've got a great show for everyone today. I am addicted to Squid Game. We Okay, so my wife and I like binged the entire show over the course of, I don't know, it was probably like five days, which is a lot because we had a lot going on too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's awesome. Have you seen it?
0: No. What? Uh, I don't know if I want to see it, <laughs> just based Why? on what I hear. Uh, Dan has heard? watched like three episodes. I think it just, I don't like... The killing part, maybe. (laughs) Mm. But I think about like, like I imagine like what about Hunger Games? I liked Hunger Games, but that's because I don't see the people getting killed. Right. So it's different. Yeah, Hunger Games isn't
1: like bloody, right? No. I only saw the first one.
0: Yeah, I don't even think they show. I mean, they might show one person dying from after effects of something happening to them, but not like being killed. So I think that's what would bother me. I don't like watching that kind of stuff, and it makes me uneasy I'm trying to think of...
1: Like, what? So what do you feel like when you... So... How do you feel uneasiness?
0: Y- you just do. Like, it's almost like a nauseous...
1: Where's that sensation? Uh. Is it here? Like, my stomach. Your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> is it like a queasy?
0: Yeah. So oh. I'm trying to think of this movie. Maybe you know what it is. But they're, like, at a big dinner table. And, like, they have to do stupid things to win this game or get out of the room they're locked in the room or something and they might kill each other and i can't uh, remember the name of the movie now but i haven't
1: seen the saw movies is it one of those no
0: it's not a. Okay. well it's not really a scary movie it's just like they have to kill each other or do stupid things that it's like tortured to it, get out of the room or win the game or they're playing a game maybe
1: is it a gory anyway
0: movie? i don't remember okay. because i was watching it at someone's house and like
1: if you're watching this right now and you know exactly what she's talking about, <laughs> help us out me. in the comments because I think she's just making it up.
0: I feel and like it's like the gathering, the table, something, something about being together at a table. But that's like the title. I think 20 minutes into it, I left. I left the house I was at, and you I went left outside. The
1: house? <laughs>
0: yeah, it was my boyfriend at the time. I just left. I said, I think I told him I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> And I eventually felt so bad that I just left and I got in my car and is I went away. Is that what
1: precipitated the breakup?
0: No, okay. not at all. <laughs> uh, that was way before. But I couldn't watch it. And so I think a lot of that type of stuff. There's certain, there's other movies that have like torture scenes and I just can't watch it. I close my eyes. Um, Nightcrawler is mm-hmm. one. It's a good movie. Wait, is that but a there's a movie? No, I can't think of the main no. character. But there's like one little torture thing going on where they're pouring hot, like boiling water on someone. I can't do it.
1: Um, yeah, I don't like graphic torture scenes, and well, I won't say anymore, but but I have to like close my eyes during some stuff, especially if there's something eyeball related, I can't handle it at all. Like,
0: so there's eyeball related things, like,
1: tell me, tell me, I'm not saying that's the case in Squid Game, okay, okay. it may or may not be. Uh,
0: it's up to me to find out
1: (laughs) yeah but but i like if something like that comes on i have to like close my eyes real tight and like ask someone else to tell me when the scene's over
0: Yep, i've done that before but interesting about eyeballs
1: something about them it's also like like when i think about what foods i would eat like i've i've had insects i've had uh i don't know heart liver all sorts of different organs i i'm i'm sure i've had more exotic than that but I would never eat an eyeball. Huh. I think I would try brain, but, like, the idea of eating an eyeball is so awful to me.
0: I'm trying to imagine it myself right now, but I don't know if it bothers me per se. But I think maybe once it's on my plate.
1: Looking at you.
0: I don't know. I don't know. What does a cooked eyeball look like? Is it cooked? I don't know. Anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's cooked. Anyway.
0: Um. So, like, what about Squid Game Makes it so good. Like, is it the plot?
1: So there's a few acting. layers to it, right? The acting is amazing. Okay. There's probably only one part in the entire show where I felt like the acting was off, and I, I think it was probably more of a language issue than anything else. Yep. um So yeah, the acting is great. The cinematography is like really amazing. Like the way that they frame every shot, it just feels so like. I don't know it like really captures like this level of like intrigue behind everything yeah and yeah i guess speaking of intrigue there's like so much in every episode that like captures your attention you're always left wondering like oh like how's this gonna play out like who's gonna okay, yeah who who's who's gonna take like what actions in this situation
0: well, because what I'm, like, picturing... Who's again, behind I've, it all? I've never seen it, so I have not... I don't think I'm spoiling things. But, like, they play, like, children's games, and they need to win. So I guess I was just confused how the plot continues and, like, how it doesn't just seem like every episode they play a game, people die. They play a game, people
1: die. Yeah, but, so there's, like... uh There's events like that in the show, right? But then there's also, like, unplanned events as well. And then there are, like, plot undercurrents, like people trying to go outside of, like, the structured program okay, in different ways to, like, gain an advantage. And then there are, like, different players who are, like, running things behind the scenes, and you don't know how far the conspiracy goes. So you're, like, sitting there the whole time, and there's like, you know, the events, and then there's like you're trying to like look for those little clues and Yay. like you know, you see stuff occasionally and you're like wondering, oh, okay, how does that play into okay? This? So like you're you're kinda like trying to like solve the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That does sound interesting. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I I think there's definitely violence, right? And yes. a lot of it is pretty explicit. But there's only like one scene that made me uncomfortable. Okay. Everything else is pretty quick and it it's not like the camera lingers for a long time on on these like gory okay. scenes and you don't see like guts it's more like blood
0: and i don't know if like gore really bothers me i'd prefer not to watch it if i was right. choosing yeah. between shows but like i don't know if that is the part that bothers me i think I've probably talked about it before. I forget now if I'm such an empath where I can, f- I just feel like what they're feeling and I don't mm-hmm. like it. And so that's why I don't like torture. But if I see a scary movie, that's like very fake blood coming up then I'm okay with that.
1: Sure. Okay. <laughs>
0: Cause I know it's like just out there and weird.
1: But... This, this might not be so bad from like a violent standpoint then, Okay. but there's also tons of emotional scenes, especially as like the show progresses you will really feel and like connect with the characters, and the acting is so incredible. Like, there was one episode where, when we got done watching it, like I couldn't watch another because I was—it was just so emotionally impactful mm-hmm. that I mean, we were both like done and just do you, couldn't watch more.
0: Do people cry? Like, characters yes. cry in the movie?
1: Uh, oh, that's then a good I'll, question. Then I'll I don't, start i don't remember.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I don't remember if people actually shed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there is some crying. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because then I'd probably cry. But it also depends how much of an attachment to the character I made you will cry. the series. Already, I think you will okay? cry. Yeah. Well, I like that though. Like when a, a show does that to me, me.
1: When a show like makes me cry, then I'm like, okay, the show did something right.
0: Yeah. I agree. I like it sometimes. But there is the one movie we bought a zoo. You, like the mom dies at the beginning of the movie.
1: What's the name of the movie? We
0: bought a zoo. I'm Pretty sure. We is
1: bought the a zoo.
0: Yeah. The mom dies at the beginning of the movie. It's related somehow. I don't remember. You will come to find out if I watch a movie with someone, I will not remember the movie within a week. But anyway, the more main point is the mom dies at the beginning. I cry, okay? The whole movie, they like flash back to her dying. And so I'm crying every single time. And by the like fifth or sixth time, I was like, I swear if they show it one more time, I'm walking out of the movie theater. because that was annoying, but I think it's like a decent movie. You just have to get over the fact that she died.
1: (laughs) I'm amazed by how much like the music during a scene can totally change how I react to it. Like if the music is right, I'll just cry. Yeah. If it's not right, I'll be like, this is boring. (laughs) Like
0: I, it makes me wonder if I watched the same, like if I knew the scene really well and it was very emotional, I wonder if I turned the sound off or the music off. Mm hmm. I would still because I don't know if I paid attention to the movie or uh, the music before, okay that'd be yeah I don't I don't know if I have
1: do you remember <laughs> that s- speaking of crying do you remember that uh what was it like a Super Bowl ad I think Google put it out
0: uh um, and it was
1: like all about like connecting and this like guy getting older and like <sighs> like having the memories still around or something and I
0: don't remember it I made
1: like everyone cry yeah
0: was this like the most recent or two times ago or something or was it it was
1: pre-pandemic it was, it was pre it was when i was still living in chicago
0: oh then i don't know if so it's I probably like three or four years but i feel like there was a commercial last super bowl that i cried at mm-hmm. and, but i don't remember what it was so i don't probably know it was it might have been really
1: no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was like gonna say i thought it was might have been google again i don't know though they're pretty
1: good at at Playing on our emotions, right?
0: Yeah. There's a... I feel like Doritos is always one that I know that is funny. Or Mountain Dew. I don't know. My dad likes the Budweiser commercials. Since you brought it up because of the Clydesdale horses in it.
1: How's your dad doing?
0: Good, I think.
1: Have you not talked to him?
0: (laughs) No, I see them... I've probably seen them like once a week lately, which is a lot for me. I mean, I live close by, but I don't usually see them once a week. But I think since I was coaching... I coach, like, right next to where they live, so mm-hmm. um, I saw them a lot more, either having dinner or just stopping by. Like, I stopped by because my mom made some baked goods this week, so I was just like, yeah, I'll take some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop by for five minutes, um, but it's good. I'm trying to plan a trip and see if my dad wants to come on it to do some cool. hiking and stuff. Where are yeah. at uh
1: or maybe don't advertise it i don't know
0: i don't know we can so i was like maybe i'll talk about it after I guess. yeah yeah but i don't know if he's coming yet or not so still an open invitation cool <laughs> but yeah
1: sean and i went to visit my parents this past oh, weekend yeah, yeah. it's our first time seeing them since the pandemic
0: oh i didn't realize that when you're yeah, going, yeah okay.
1: so i mean they live in uh northern michigan and it's like I mean, uh, so my mother, uh, you know, she and I share the same autoimmune condition. Oh, so we've okay. had to be, like, extra careful during the pandemic because, yep. um, like, the thing that our condition does is, like, the same thing that was, like, killing people I who see. were getting COVID. Yep. Um, it's the that cytokine storm where your, your body basically has, like, a uh, – because of the damage from the inflammation – Your body thinks that it's an infection, starts attacking that spot, which causes more damage, and it's just kind of, like, cyclical. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we had to be extra careful, and that meant that basically I I just haven't seen my parents since it all started, right? Right. And then we got vaccinated, and and finally we were able to, you know, align schedules and everything and get over there. Yeah. And it was awesome. Uh, I was telling you before that they were, like, avatars of – spiritual peace. So like when I'm around them, I just feel so much more relaxed. And they live in the woods. So it's like
0: that's a relaxing place. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we did some hiking in the woods with their blind dog. Oh. And we like took a trip to a beach and walked along the beach and like found pretty stones.
0: Yeah. So it's just
1: a really good
0: like growing up when you look out in your backyard, is it just a bunch of trees? Yeah.
1: Okay. I'll show you pictures after we after we're done recording because you'll be like Yeah. I, yes,
0: you would if it's what I'm picturing in my head right now, because I feel like I've been to like other places. Maybe I stayed in an Airbnb that was kind of like woodsy and mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah.
1: yeah, I keep fiddling with these <laughs> clothes because they're attacking. Me. They're trying to suck me into the wardrobe. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um.
0: my parents still like a little bit before they retire, but I'm always like. I hope they retire soon. At least with my mom, because she gets so stressed from her job, mm. and I was like, she needs to retire soon. So I feel like I'm the opposite, almost. But like, there's different things to think about, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
1: but it was it was a great weekend.
0: Did you see other people while you were there besides family? Nope. You
1: know, we just a family weekend. Yeah, well, we we didn't even tell anyone else that we were in town because it was we we flew in and uh, uh, had to like rent a car and then drive hours north to like yep. get to their place and. We also didn't really have time to, like, stop by anyone else's place. Yeah. So.
0: Because you were, how long were you there? Three, four days? Not even.
1: It was um, two full days.
0: Okay. Because that's really
1: quick. It's not a lot of time, especially since we hadn't seen them in so long. So we really just sat around the house catching up and did that one walk through the woods. Yeah. One walk along the beach. And then. It's uh, time to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like I remember that from coming home on weekends, like, in college. It just felt so quick yeah there's not a lot to do in that time and people are like oh why didn't you tell me you're in town i was like i don't have time for you
1: (laughs) i mean yeah i mean that's basically we didn't see anyone just my parents
0: yep have Um, you seen your siblings since
1: oh yeah that's a good point so the city that we flew into is near where my brother and sister live. so actually on the way out when we drove back um monday morning uh, we had some time before going to the airport and so we had lunch with my brother and my brother in law. Okay. So that was cool. Yeah.
0: That is cool, yeah. And I didn't realize they live close too. Or close to your parents, I mean. Or uh, close to the airport. Close to the <laughs> okay. airport. They don't live close to my parents. Okay.
1: But yeah, it's uh it was good to see them too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. I haven't done anything this week but study. I'm done coaching volleyball. Uh, we ended up sixth out of twelve. Woo! gonna be a good stress relief on time at least but not that i get stressed coaching because i really love to do it but yeah i just have more time to my to do what i need to do or to do mm-hmm. stuff for myself now i guess yeah. so that's good did um, you
1: did it feel sad to leave the teams
0: dan asked me he's like did you cry <laughs> and i'm like no
1: you i crier? think it's we've talked a lot about cry, crying today i
0: okay. cry easy uh I have actually have a story about that after I answer this question. Okay. Um, he asked me, did I cry? I was like, no, I think it's just because at this point in time, I'm just like, I'm ready to be done. I guess back in like high school and when I played volleyball then or in club, I would cry at the end of each season. But I think it's because I miss the friends that mm-hmm. I won't see as much anymore. Whereas this time it's different. Like these are just players. If I were to coach again, they just got a year older. I'll see them in the gym still next year. So it's mm-hmm. not, I don't know. It's just something I like to do while I'm doing it. And I'm glad it's over when it's over. Because <laughs> then I have like free time again. But then I look forward to it when it comes around again. Mm-hmm. I need that break to
1: be able to keep enjoying it. So I want to ask you about what you plan on doing with your free time. But I also want to hear your cry story.
0: Well, so my it's not that good of a story. But I went to a wedding like, what is it? Three weeks ago, four weeks ago now. But just sitting there. Like, this is a friend of mine growing up, probably mostly through high school, and then I still was in touch with her through college a little bit. But I was just crying my eyes out, you know, as soon as the bride comes out, as soon as she's walking down the aisle and she gives her dad a hug, Um, their first dance, the first dance with the dad. I was crying at every single thing, and I think part of it is like, that's my friend from high school. We're growing up. Like, that's what part mm-hmm. of it was when we were growing up. But I also cry at every wedding because I think it's so, like, special and sweet and so whenever i'm at a wedding i cry
1: uh yeah every, i think that's a great <laughs> story hey everyone let's give her a round of applause Yay. that was wonderful
0: that's funny because dan the other day i told dan something and i was like hey this happened and he just was silent for a little bit and i was like he's like is that it so I had to tell me <laughs> there's nothing more to the story and i'm like nope <laughs> that's how a lot of my stories go home
1: yeah, I, I tell some duds as well. So, are frequent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything we talk about on these episodes. Like when we finish recording, it's like 80% of it's gone from my head. Well,
0: yeah, sometimes when I re-listen, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. we did talk I'm about that. I'm always like, oh,
1: that's so interesting, <laughs> or when even you, though I was like actively in the conversation.
0: Yeah, or when you ask me like what the title should be, and I'm like, we talked about that. Oh, yeah. hmm
1: <laughs> That's the hardest yeah. part. That's like the nice part about editing. It's like you actually like remember the topics. Yeah,
0: because I sometimes when you ask them, like I have to go back and listen. Yeah. I guess another thing that I've been pretty obsessed with lately is the Gabby Petito case, which has been ongoing for a while now. So you know, it might be old news to some people. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been checking it like twice a day just to see if they have found the boyfriend. I wow. Che- I Google his name.
1: You're really into this. In one. the
0: morning, in the evening. To see if they discovered anything.
1: I still don't understand why this one captured your attention.
0: So. Is
1: it just like the TikTok effect?
0: It's probably that. But I think the reason the TikTok effect started. This is just my personal opinion. I don't think anyone else has thought this. So I don't know. But I think it's because something happened. Like if you think about someone that's missing. There's a lot of people that are missing. And obviously people don't get noticed. Or like TikTok doesn't blow them up. But I think what this one was so interesting was that he came home alone from across the country without her and didn't say anything to the parents, didn't do anything about it for like at least over a week. And I think that Whoa. makes it pretty obvious about what happened. so I think the fact that everyone has this theory about what happened that seems obvious, of course, we don't know anything yet, I think that's just what makes That's what makes it so interesting, because I feel like everyone knows what happened. I feel like I kind of relate that back. I wasn't alive around this time, but I watched the Netflix special of the O.J. Simpson case. Like, I feel like a lot of people were interested because everyone felt like they knew what happened. Mm -hmm. And so, I feel like that's a similar thing.
1: That's an interesting take on it. I hadn't, I hadn't heard anyone express that before.
0: I know. Well, I haven't either. And so I'm like, am I? Why am I the only one? Right. (laughs) Why am I wrong? Uh,
1: <clears throat> I don't think you're wrong. I think that that's a valid theory about why it's capturing more people's attention. Yep. Or one reason why.
0: Yeah. And like, because I, I also don't think with a lot of other missing people, we don't know the story of what happened. It's all of a sudden the mom hasn't seen them in a week and we basically know nothing. Yeah. But this time, like, she, they were like YouTubers. So, like, she was posting stuff constantly to social media anyway. So we already had, like, a timeline of everywhere they were. And so, like, it just made people dig in.
1: Yeah, so there's, like, video and pictures that people could, like, try to spot clues in. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of it is taking too far. Like, there's so many theories. And I'm not into that portion as much. But sometimes I watch them just because it's entertainment. And, like, Mm -hmm. their theories entertain me. But I know, like, what people actually... Like, what the... Well, we know like what's been released by like lawyers and police, but they like FBI and police probably know so much more than we do. And mm-hmm. like they would have seen something like that, especially with the Internet blowing up about it and not. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to speculate. I agree with that. I don't like the speculation, but it, I think it's also just really annoying because when they didn't know where she was, he was still at home. If he was at home. And just a person of interest. And so they couldn't arrest him for anything for her being missing. And I think that bothered a lot of people. But
1: well, also, it's like if he's a person of interest, shouldn't they be trying to like track where he goes?
0: Well, yeah, that's what I think a lot of people blow up. And I think it was like a day or two ago now, the police said we did everything we could to like watch him without like kind of breaking the law or like being too close. Mm -hmm. And I guess he went hiking. Well, his parents say that he went hiking one day and just didn't come back. And so who knows? Like, you don't know whether to believe the parents either, but they could also be arrested if they knew that they were lying to the police. He could have said he went hiking and didn't also, so.
1: This is probably obvious to you and everyone, but I I don't know hardly anything about this case. But yeah, it's uh, fun seeing how into it you are.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like... (laughs) It's kind of funny to me. Like, I'll update Dan about it. Well, at the beginning, I updated him a lot because I was like, they found her body. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the biggest update probably. But then, like, a day or two later, like, he was missing. So those were, like, the biggest updates I probably gave him. And then now it's just like, no, they still haven't found him. I don't keep him updated on all the little details that I figure out because I think I figure out most of the things mm-hmm. that get reported by news outlets. But, Yeah. I follow a couple of people on TikTok that I trust to, like, only report what the news is saying. and But then, of course, TikTok feeds me all the other yeah. funny theories. I say funny. Like, they thought a hand was coming out of the garden. Oh. um, That was interesting. But I think this case also bothers me because of how silent the parents are, too. And they probably mm-hmm. have details about what happened. Because you can't... I just feel like he can't so, come home from a road trip without her and no one questions why.
1: And you... So you you think that the parents are possibly – maybe this is getting into speculation, but
0: – I – well, no, I don't You mind. think they
1: may be involved or protecting their son or something?
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, they're protecting him, but maybe they – the speculation part is I actually don't know, like, how much they know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. He might not have ever said that he killed her, but they got a lawyer for a reason, and they aren't saying anything for a reason, I feel like, you know? So, like
1: – Well – I. I don't know if I would assign or attribute, like, malice to that. Because I feel like if I were in that position, even if I weren't protecting my kid, I feel like I would have a lawyer for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, like, why did you get a lawyer? Because something happened,
1: right? Well, because, like, like, legal stuff is so weird. And, like, you know, when you are just, like, talking, sometimes you'll say something and, like, Use the wrong word, or you like misstate something just yep. just because you're talking and yeah. you make mistakes or yeah, whatever. That. That or like miss a detail. Yep. And you don't want them to think that you're like hiding something. So like, if you have a lawyer yeah. there as a buffer, like everything's kind of filtered through someone who knows how to like. I
0: talk. feel like it's interesting that they got a lawyer as soon as they announced Gabby Petito is missing, and like wouldn't talk. Like they didn't mm-hmm. even help find her. Like. That's the thing. Oh, Like they wouldn't say any details about even finding her. So like that is what really bothers me. I'm
1: (laughs) not a defender of of the parents here. I'm just like, I'm trying to think about what I would do.
0: I do devil's advocate all the time. So I appreciate that type of view too. It's just like, I feel like if nothing, if they were not involved with anything, they would at least be able to say like, well, they were in Utah. He said he came from Utah. Like Mm. (laughs) look there. Well, Sorry, they were not in Utah. They're in Wyoming. <laughs> so they're in Utah at a different time. But.
1: So if Dan killed someone, would you would well, you protect him?
0: So I think no, but I wanna say as a parent, <laughs> would I? Like that yeah, would be a question a I would different. think about. And when I was researching or like listening to what people said on whether the parents could be like arrested for anything. For not saying anything, like they can't be arrested. If they just tamper with evidence or they purposefully like lie or mislead police and FBI, they can. But they're saying how certain states have like a protection law. So, like, I think the government, like federally, you like spouses do not have to testify against each other. Okay. But some states are parents. Yeah. And I think it makes sense. I didn't realize that like parents, it's only protected in some states. I think they said Florida was one, but it's because it's like, as a parent, you're supposed to protect your child. So it's mm. kind of that conflicting, like, what do you do? Like, do you yeah, make them not? It's an or? ethical
1: quandary. Yeah. Because like, yeah.
0: But, and it's difficult. Like
1: Oh, that's that's very interesting.
0: Because I have questioned myself too. I'm like, what if I don't know, because if you think about it like someone else's child is also missing, like you wanna at least help find them. But yeah, maybe you don't want your son. For to, me.
1: I mean, who knows? I'm not a parent, but like for me. When I try to like envision myself in that situation, I think I would, I would want my kid to get arrested if they did something wrong because I would want them to like face consequences. Right. So.
0: And like, I agree with that, and I feel like it will change if it actually happens. You know, like I feel yeah. like that might be everyone's thought process, but then you get to that point and you're like, oh crap, what do I do? But how do you don't feel know. about
1: uh, murders generally? Murderers, uh, I should say.
0: What do you mean how I feel about I really like criminal stories? Cool or, okay. <laughs> like I I do really like like the cold case files mm-hmm. or whatever, the ID channel type stuff.
1: Like the Zodiac. Do,
0: yes. Yeah, like that. So okay, now I have to <laughs> talk about something else. <laughs> so part of this whole like Gabby Petito Brian Laundry thing is he's really into serial killer books too. So if you go to his Instagram, yeah, if you go to his Instagram book, he talks about all these books that he's read. But But yet, like this is some of the stuff that I really entertained me while reading because, like, the lullaby is one, and it like in this book, I went down a rabbit hole. Like, I know a lot about this stuff now, but in this book, there's like an environmentalist. I say that because he was like a very big no plastic guy. Mm -hmm. He there was an environmentalist who ended up killing like two people on a cross country camping trip. And so, like, everyone was like, wow, he loved this book. Is he trying to be that character?
1: Mm.
0: And then he did read, like, the Zodiac Killer book. And what was interesting about that one is, like, the Zodiac Killer would um, leave, like, clues or messages behind and letters to police and stuff. And, like, the last post on Gabby Petito's Instagram was, like, different than all her other posts and it said happy halloween on like august 26th or whatever
1: oh weird and
0: so like everyone thought that was him like calling out some weird messaging thing again that's all like speculation stuff but what i think is interesting is like it made me really interested in these books because i'm like well now i kind of want to read them (laughs) because i actually don't know much about the zodiac killer i just like growing up i feel like you've heard it many times because it's a ancient (laughs) not ancient it's like decades old that killer that hasn't been mm-hmm. solved but maybe it has now
1: <laughs> yeah they just announced that i don't know there's some mixed messaging here from like the fbi and other sources well, where yeah. like some people are saying we got them and other people are saying it's still an open investigation
0: it's like this i forget what they call themselves cold case investigators there's like a group of 40 people that mm-hmm. are like ex-fbi i don't know what just other.
1: civilians doing it on their own
0: yep cool. and they But they do like a bunch of cold cases stuff. And so they think they've identified the Zodiac killer. And I was trying to dig into how. And it seemed like what really set it off was they got access to certain photos. Some type of photo thing. Let me know if you know in the comments where like they match. Yeah, this isn't a podcast
1: about what we know because we don't know much.
0: (laughs) So we're counting on you guys to help us out. But they matched, like, a scar of this guy to, like, the sketches that had been done. Oh. Um, And so I don't know if he's always been a suspect or not. I was never really clear on that. But they think that's i felt like that was the final decision maker for them. But there are other, like, the report that they released had, like, coincidences. Like, could Mm -hmm. these really be coincidences? And there's, like, a list of them. Um, There's no
1: such thing as a coincidence.
0: Yeah. Okay, I've been thinking about that so much since our <laughs> conversation about that. But yeah, so then they but the FBI and the San Francisco Police Department still say it's an ongoing investigation and that no new information has been found. So
1: I can't wait to learn more. Because that one I think that one was entertaining to me because of all the Ted Cruz memes <laughs> yeah. a few years <laughs> back. Like like that that's what like brought it to my attention. Gotcha, but, yep. yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I'm, like, interested in that stuff. That's why I really enjoyed watching the O.J. Simpson, like, remake on Netflix. I think I would have been interested in watching the actual trial then. Um, That's – it's kind of, like, a thing I enjoy, but, again, I feel like a lot of people enjoy that stuff too.
1: Yeah, I I feel like a lot of people do. I Um. I don't. (laughs) It's also, like, I entertain this thought about, like, if I met a serial killer, would I – would I get, like, a vibe or something? Yeah. Like, you ever meet someone and you're like, this person is, like, a black hole. Like, like there's something empty there. But
0: Well, I wonder if you would, and I wonder if other people just would in general, if you recognize, like, what a lot of the similar personality traits Mm -hmm. of someone like that is. Because even going back to, like, our dark triad test, I feel like some of those are very present in even Brian Laundrie based on, like, he was like it seemed like he was a very controlling boyfriend mm-hmm. and, um, very yeah maybe defensive of Gabby and wanted her to be to himself type mm-hmm. thing. That's what I kind of mean by controlling. But so that could be it. A lot of people have speculated that yeah the narcissism narcissism came out and like it was like he wanted her focused solely on him so much so that maybe he killed her so that she couldn't focus on anything else Oof. like that comes up in other narcissistic murderer cases i feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> so when i when we talked about narcissism in the dark triad test that's the only word i almost associate with criminal cases about maybe serial killers in i general. think
1: i think psychopathy would probably be because that's agree. like being detached from yeah you like emotions and stuff right yes i, I don't know if i understand psychopathy well,
0: no but. I, I think you might be right and i feel like they almost like in my head I thought they kind of went together, but I used to watch Criminal Minds, I think, on like snow, di- snow days for school. And I felt like every single time they would talk about the murderer is a narcissist, which I also think it's interesting mm-hmm. when you can just describe someone as narcissist. Like, are you diagnosed? Or is there a scale of like, you are this much on that scale? Oh, so. there's definitely a
1: spectrum. For all okay. those dark triad things, there's a, there's a spectrum. And they're all useful in in the real world mm-hmm. for, for people like a lot of um uh, surgeons i guess have like more of the psychopathic traits yeah. because then they don't get as like twisted up about
0: yeah that makes
1: sense about like and it doesn't mean that you're like you can be a good sociopath right mm-hmm. if you're just like a surgeon and that that distance helps you or that disconnect helps you to like not be emotionally impacted by your work yeah same thing for like psychologists psychiatrists like if they're dealing with like a patient population that commits suicide like that little bit of like disconnect between you and your emotions can help you like not right not be like consumed by the work
0: yeah even like i feel like when covid first started i remember seeing a bunch of videos about nurses like it would help if nurses didn't because like they're seeing people die every day type Mm -hmm. of thing and it would be very difficult yeah, I cannot do that
1: the problem well I don't know the the thing with like a lot of studies about like sociopathy is um, it focuses mainly on like criminal populations right yeah so people who like went to jail and have sociopathic tendencies so yeah. that you're seeing like in the studies you're seeing like bad sociopaths like people who are doing unethical things and are sociopathic yeah as opposed to like ethical sociopaths yeah. who who can provide some value to society right? yeah no, know
0: that makes a lot of sense and it's good to point out but yeah because i feel like it does always come with like a bad connotation yeah based on what you see
1: but hey we both scored super low on the i don't remember the sociopathy or psychopathy on the dark Triad test but
0: um, and either way psychopathy okay but shout like... out
1: to all the sociopaths watching right now. <laughs> uh, it's,
0: we love you. I look like a heart.
1: Things are going to get pretty wild from here until when Elisa takes her exam, because we're trying to like be as efficient as possible with this, um, <laughs> so you can get in your study time. Yep. So we might have more on the fly kind of episodes. I hope you guys. So that's what you I hope mean. you guys like that yeah that's what, what, I mean what i mean by wild. getting wild yeah
0: and i was like we don't have anything wild please? i don't
1: mean we're throwing water balloons or something like,
0: but yeah yeah i wore my first sweater today because it seems like fall but it's still hot out <laughs> and so i'm like mm-hmm. very warm right now um oh yeah even it's the like 70 years. 80 degrees maybe today i'm like
1: sticking to my chair and i'm wearing a t-shirt
0: yeah i don't know but what's your favorite season rylan fall same
1: Big time fall.
0: Are you a pumpkin drinker, eater of anything?
1: Like uh,
0: pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin pie?
1: I like the taste of pumpkin, but I never seek it out. But like if there's a pumpkin pie sitting on the table, I'll eat it. Uh, yep. I'll mukbang that. <laughs> That's not the right way. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll eat like a pumpkin pie like if it's out there. Okay. If someone has a pumpkin spice latte, I'll take a drink, but I okay. won't like order my own.
0: I well, so I used to always be like, I don't know if I like pumpkin spice lattes that much, but the pumpkin cream cold brews—that's where it's at this year. Yeah,
1: I. The real reason I like fall is because I really like wearing knitwear, like
0: a nice the clothes sweater. Mm -hmm.
1: Ooh, so good. So
0: you like wearing it for the comfortableness? Yeah, I feel like a big
1: fuzzy teddy bear. Yeah. I like that. So
0: I think I like clothes the most but Mm -hmm. i think it's because i like how they look i like sweaters though a lot too yeah but i think yeah i like wearing jeans and boots a lot so that's why i like fall for the clothes too but the weather is also yeah perfect
1: Mm. Perfect. so good yeah i like i like it when it's like a little chill because then i can like have a like do like a fire like on the patio enjoy the warmth and the chill yeah i like a lot of that
0: do you like are you a? have you been to a pumpkin patch or like a hay rack ride of some sort
1: i have like like when i was young i did a lot of that kind of stuff but then like a few years back like near chicago there's this big cornfield maze it's huge so i did that that was a lot of fun yeah uh, and I know there's similar stuff around like where we live. So I'm excited to check some of that out. I've heard it's pretty cool here. Yes.
0: I do think it is very, like most of them are, like catered towards kids. But there's hey. something about a lot of the stuff there, like
1: the We're all the kids food, on the inside. Yeah.
0: The food, like, I don't know, cider, for example. A lot of people like cider. I don't know if I do. But a lot of people like that. And like it's just very festive for the season. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But also, do you call them hay rack rides?
1: Uh, I think you call hay them rides.
0: hay rides. I swear the I'm the only, I don't know. <laughs> Dan doesn't know why I say hay rack ride either. I feel like maybe the place that I went to growing up, that's what they call it. And that's why I do it. But I think it's okay. because the truck or the, like the place where you sit on it is an old hay rack. I don't know what a hay rack is. So. Wait, you don't
1: sit on the hay?
0: No, you do. But I'm thinking like the thing, that gets pulled by a tractor. Is like a giant hay rack where the hay goes into, and then they sit on the hay. There's like hay barrels for seats, kind of, mm. not barrels, but they're like rectangular prisms, and then you sit rectangular on rectangular
1: prisms.
0: Mm. Isn't that what? <laughs> isn't that like a Kleenex box? Going back to like fourth grade, a Kleenex box is a rectangular prism,
1: and that's our show. <laughs> oh, actually. Okay, so we got a lot of comments since our last episode.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I loved reading through all those comments that we got. Um, Really like when the community's engaging. Mm -hmm. Keep it up. And uh, there was one question in the comments that I've been thinking about because I I don't know exactly how to respond, but I thought maybe I would do it on this episode. So the question was, so I had talked in a previous episode about how once you – like achieve so many successes. And I I described as like climbing to the top of a mountain. Once you, once you do that so many times, like achievements that you have in the future may not feel as impactful, or you may realize that like, that's not really satisfying. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the question that that was commented on the video was if like reaching that point where you've had so many successes affects It it was like, does it affect like how you set your goals or approach your goals um, going forward? And I I was actually just talking about this um, with another couple that I was getting dinner with last night. And um, I think for me, and I don't know at what point like this, this flipped in my head and maybe it was gradual. But I think for me, it's no longer about like the goal like the end point, it's mm-hmm. no longer about the peak, but it's about like making sure that everything that I'm doing in the moment is like valuable in, in some way, like to me or, or like to the company, if it's like a career thing, yeah. making sure I'm in like the right place for where I'm at at that moment. And so I think for me that that's like giving me a lot of peace about like where I'm at because I now I feel like satisfied in the moment. Yeah. and because of how i'm approaching like every moment i'm achieving success even without like needing to be like laser focused on the goal mm-hmm. i'm still meeting like things that in the past i would have considered a goal right. right so like the example that i gave last night is like when i was like first entering my career and thinking about like you know long long term what are my goals i'm like yeah like upper upper management i want to be in the c-suite like cro cfo ceo whatever i was just very like yeah this is like what i'm driving toward now i don't think about that at all and i i would still enjoy that but it's like now i'm thinking about like in the moment like how do i support my team how do i um like how do i do my work how do i be efficient and like prioritize correctly and you know delegate and all that fun stuff and like am I in the right spot for where I'm at right now? Mm-hmm. And the more I focus on those things, the more progress I make toward what the, the younger Ryland was thinking of as his goals. Right. right. So like, I feel like I'm achieving a lot of success, but because I'm not like focused on like getting at, like being at the peak, I'm not like looking at the peak. Yep. I'm just like grabbing each rock and I'm making my way up. And, um, That's given me a lot of, like I said, peace and success and um, satisfaction. Like, I feel really good every day. And, I mean, what else can I ask for?
0: Yeah. No, that sounds really good.
1: So there's my answer. I hope you like it.
0: I was, like, when I saw that question, I had to, like, really think. And I don't think I still have a good answer. So I don't even know if I'm going to answer this question correctly or directly <laughs> but like i don't know if i've ever i don't know if i've had that feeling so yeah maybe that's why i don't know what i would do but i feel which like feeling where like when you reach the success it's not as valuable or impactful mm-hmm. because you've been there but i feel like i like change a lot and so i don't like i think all the time i have really small goals and so as soon as I get to one, then I'm like, okay, onto this next thing I want to do, onto this next thing I wanted to do. So I'm always constantly like, I want to do something else. I want to do something else. Um, so that's why I don't know if I've ever had the like tipping point of like, I don't know where to go from here. Like that wasn't as satisfactory. And I think if I I get to that point where I'm like, this is not working for me, um, maybe I do kind of give up and I move on to a different goal. that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because I do have that sense of like, if I'm failing at something I'm not good at, it, I don't wanna do it. I, that hits me a lot. Yeah. So maybe that's my fallback is like I don't actually follow through with some things if I don't feel good at it. Interesting. And like
1: So go
0: Well, something that hits me with that comment is like back in college, I majored in computer science also. So oh. um my one of my computer science professors was telling me, he's like, a lot of times what he's noticed is that females are much better coders than males so but yeah
1: well keep going i'll okay i'll say something
0: because but there are much less of them usually in the field and he says it's because if they feel like they are not good at something they quit and they like don't do it and that's why they're better because the people who are really good at it stay with it whereas like he's like i notice other people especially like males because it's more male dominant just like do it just because mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that they shouldn't i'm saying that more females should do it just because because we can learn and we can get better at things mm-hmm. but i just thought that was an interesting point you made because i feel that in myself a lot is like if i'm not good at something i don't do it
1: interesting yeah so so you think there's truth to that because you see it in yourself
0: yeah but i don't know what the underlying causes of like is it females or is it like something else like the cultural, way you grew up yeah like, yeah
1: so uh yeah, I want to – this is definitely a tangent, but if you're listening to us and we use the word males and females a uh. lot, I know they're very clinical terms and 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 I'm trying to, like, get away from saying females and males a lot because I know a lot of people get discomforted by those words uh, for different reasons. Um, I, I do want to explain, like, we're both actuaries and in our profession – we work with like risk factors based on like different demographics. And so we, we are clinical about males and females when we do like uh, insurance product rating and stuff, all that to say it's, it's a habit. And so it's, it's harder for us to break, I think than, than like a, a standard a average person in the population, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I'm trying to get better about it. Uh, but yeah. So if you hear a slip up, that's what it is. I I promise it's like something that I'm trying to get away from because I I had noticed myself like saying females in like a earlier episode and I was like mm, yeah I I need yeah, to I need I to say know. women. <laughs> like,
0: well, yeah. I, I don't know if I focus on that that much. I didn't realize that maybe that's why I do that. I think this is something that's <laughs> but, been
1: like fairly recently like brought up in the zeitgeist yeah okay. so i'm learning <laughs> every day
0: yeah <laughs> well the world just shifts every day yeah and so we're always learning
1: well no and i, I feel are. like things move faster in the internet age right yeah like ideas propagate so much faster for you know and, and a lot of cases for the better and a lot of cases for the worse but
0: i feel like yeah it's because information travels so quickly and easily and yeah, influences a lot of people at one time. Right. So, yeah. Good point.
1: That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'm glad you saw that question because I'm definitely meant to bring it up when we were talking about ideas. Yeah, I
1: forgot. and I, I wish I could remember better how exactly it was phrased. It might have been about, like, motivation, too. And so maybe I'll just oh, okay. also say I don't feel any less motivated, but I think that's because of how my mindset shifted because i'm no longer looking at like the end point mm-hmm. i'm looking at like short medium term yeah and, and being more focused on like living in the moment
0: it reminds me of like those like cliche wall hangings that say it's not about it's not about something that's about the journey it's not about the destination yeah. it's about the journey yeah yeah that's what it reminded me of and i like that because yeah i feel like i've said this before i'm like a go with the flow type of person and I think that is what helps me enjoy life sometimes is just because like this is happening. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, type of thing, which I realize is not how everyone works. I feel like that's just some
1: way my brain works. But it's unfortunate that platitudes sound so cheesy because a lot of times they have truth in them, so,
0: so is that I guess I don't know if I've ever is that like an attitude that you can't what is platitude?
1: <laughs> oh, that's like that's like those like corny sayings. Like it's not about the oh. destinations, it's about the journey. It's <laughs> gotcha. like all like anything that you would see on those motivational wall posters yep. is probably a platitude.
0: Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I I don't have a very big vocabulary, very big meaning. Like I feel like I ask people all the time what words mean, and I feel like you always have a good explanation. Sorry, Dan. Dan is always like, <laughs> I don't know, and then he has to Google it. But he's really good at using a lot of words. He just. Doesn't know how to explain them to me. So we do a lot of
1: Googling. I've, I mean, I've explained words to people before and have been off in my explanation. So I wouldn't, just because it sounds like I know what I'm talking about, doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about.
0: What is the word you said earlier today? Language.
1: Language. Language. Yeah. And That's I explained it, one. I explained it as like, so cats have like two ways that they clean themselves. Like you might see like if a cat is like agitated and kind of wild, they'll like real quick, like do a lick, like. That's not languid. Languid (laughs) is when a cat is like chilling out for the night and they decide to like do their full bath. And they're just like very calmly, like heavy lidded eyes, like cleaning themselves. That's a languid state. Yep. So, Um, So I hope you all have languid states this evening.
0: I feel like some of you who might be listening might be good with words. You should think of a word and I'll try to use it in the next episode.
1: Yeah, comment your words so that we can hear Elisa say a bunch of.
0: I'm only gonna do one, <laughs> one per episode, because I yeah. Well, they say like the best way to know new words is to use them, so mm-hmm. gotta use them. I also need to yeah. read more.
1: Indubitably. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, that reminds me of the Princess Bride. What's the word they say there? I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna remember off the top. It's
0: okay. I know someone will know. We talked a lot about movies today. I feel like. Yeah. Like TV shows.
1: Let's Which is it. surprising because I, I don't remember these. I'm so hungry.
0: <gasps> okay. <laughs> I guess he's hungry. Are you staying here Am I it?
1: Thank you all for joining us. This has been another episode of the Who You Know podcast. It's been an interesting hay rack ride. Hay rack ride. Bye. See ya. <laughs>